When you make decisions for your company, you always look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing and shipping to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your process to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, books, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart if you sell online, schedule package pickups through the dashboard, and automatically see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers, with rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are, even on the go. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other business decision makers with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Hollywood Live Extra with Tanya Hart. I'm Tanya Hart. You've probably heard that Barack and Michelle Obama have a production company. Well, it is called Higher Ground, and their first product coming out of there is now available on Netflix. And guess who our guests are today? We've got the filmmakers here. Uh, of course, welcome to Hollywood Live Extra, Julia Reichert and Dennis Bognar. Did I say it right? I'm sorry, Stephen uh, Bognar. Steve Bognar. <laughs> well, I got the last name and didn't get the first name. Good Lord. Steve and, Steve and Julia, how are you? <laughs> Doing well. Oh, great. Glad to be here. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us today. You know, I actually, I'm not sure how I saw this. Uh, you've got a piece. Um, it's very interesting because... I grew up in Michigan and and grew up around all of the the factories and this particular piece is it's called the last truck the closing of a GM plant. Why did they decide that this would be the first thing out of the box for higher ground? Well actually that film you're mentioning it's an earlier film we made that's kind of like a prequel to the film that is actually with the president and first ladies choice, which is called American Factory. It takes place mm-hmm. in the exact same plant. Uh, the General Motors plant closed when the economy c- crashed in 08. And we we're in, kind of we're in Dayton, story. Ohio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, we're calling from Dayton. We're in Dayton, Ohio. And, um, yeah, I think, uh, so the new film is called American Factory. It's out on Netflix. And yes, it's the Higher Ground first release. And I think... You know, you mentioned the name and, you know, higher ground. That's what the president and the first lady are all about, taking the higher ground. And I think our new film set in this factory, which is now owned by Chinese folks and managed Mm -hmm. by Chinese folks, you know, who are, of course, managing a lot of blue-collar Americans. Um, Our film really tries to listen to all sides, like management, Chinese, Americans, the owner. We try to take the higher ground in helping people, the audience, understand all the different perspectives that are that are there in this in this huge plant. Right. And and you know what's interesting? I, I have seen this. I've seen your piece. And again, I found it very interesting because I think a lot of people um, unless you live in the Midwest right now, you don't realize that many of these factories have been taken over. And I did find it interesting that, you know, just like you said, just the culture clash that comes along when you've got 
Chinese people who own the plants. And again, you know, let's just be real. People in the Midwest were not familiar with too many other cultures. Let's just talk about that. That's right. <laughs> we, we have our own uh, sort of, yeah, way, the way we live, you know. It, it, one thing we see in the movie is, in the early days, there's a lot of curiosity between the cultures, you know. So the Americans are, are sort of inviting the Chinese over for barbecues and to hang out, and the Chinese invite some of the Americans over for, like, home-cooked Chinese meals. But as, <laughs> as the story continues... The factory is not turning a profit as quickly as the Chinese folks expected. And then tensions start to brew. And, you know, we filmed the movie, Tanya, for for three years. It was uh, from 2015 all the way to the end of 2017. Mm -hmm. And during that time, it, 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 it started wonderfully and optimistically, but then it got much more challenging for for everybody. And as, as, as tensions brew. The workforce felt they really needed to, to unionize, to sort of organize and, and right. uh, become part of the UAW. And then that became a major battle within the factory. But we're not well, going to give any spoiler alerts on that. I, I was going to say, because one of the big things is, and, and again, I grew up, you know, I've still got family that lives in Dayton, and I grew up in a small town, Muskegon, Michigan. So I'm very mm, aware right. of all of these things that happen there. Um, and part of the problem is that, you know, when you have unions, I mean, people, when I was growing up, everybody made a really good wage, good living. You could have, you know, nobody had a mortgage, everybody owned their own home. People in this Chinese plant were working, I think, for what, and I won't get Give too much away, but for nine dollars an hour, that's a lot different Actually, from the twenty-five. To, 12, was it twelve dollars? Okay. Once you're there for three three months, yeah. twelve eighty-four, which is still not what I would call living wage, where you could own your own right. home, have a vacation that you could travel, you know, send your kids right. to college. You can't do that on twelve eighty-four. And, and, exactly. and Tanya, one of the things we hope the film raises is the, the notion that we once did have a, a middle class in America, certainly in the mm -hmm. Midwest. We had a blue collar middle class where folks could afford homes. They could send their kids to college, even though they might work industrial jobs. But those jobs made enough, uh, paid enough that you could have a decent life. And nowadays, right. if you're working for $12 an hour, that's $26,000 a year. You know, yeah. and that's not enough to to sustain a family. You know, and and many and and, are and things are right. I was going to say, and and things are, are much more expensive than they were even you know back in the day. So yeah, for sure, right? Yeah, for sure. Ten years ago or more. Yeah. So we, we're I'm, the film. I'm, well, we think we, we you know we tried to make an entertaining film with lots of funny stuff and ups and downs. We also hope the film really raises some questions about like is all this sustainable the way the world is going is this the way the world has to be or should be well i've got to ask you one of the big things in the news right now is this whole tariff with the chinese how does that play into this film i mean it's it's ironic that your film is coming out now just as we're dealing with this big issue i know well uh, honestly our film you know was it does not cover it's not on this time period right now i mean the idea of trade wars and tariffs was not at all in the news. So you don't really learn about that, but you do learn about the fact that there's, you know, the rivalry between China and the U.S. has been going on well before President Obama, and it will go on well after President Trump. 
Uh, mm -hmm. What you do learn is the different sort of attitude toward work and toward the country that the Chinese have from the Americans. I mean, the Chinese that we see in the film, and we do go to China also in the film, um, we see their work ethic. We see how they work 12-hour days, six-day weeks. They don't really question that. They may not like it, but they don't question that. The management mm -hmm. style tends to be uh, just do it and don't ask me any questions. If you're a supervisor, and you know, um, Chinese workers will maybe be okay with that. But when they try to bring that style and that sense of work life here, uh, you know, proud American workers are not going to do what they're told without responding. You know, like, well, why right. do I have to do it? And well, maybe right. I have a better way to do it. So you see that kind of clash more more on a human level. But you're asking about big questions, and our film does deal with big questions, like globalization. What does globalization look like? But we see it on a personal level in people's lives, both Chinese and certainly Americans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, it's it's really quite interesting, and, and I don't know. It's hard to say where all of this is going. I mean, you know, it's just, it's it's really hard to say, but the reality is, is that we do have a global economy, and the other we reality do. is that, that America is not where it used to be. Manufacturing won't ever be what That's it right. was, and so here's where we are, people. What are we going to do? <laughs> you know. Well, what are we going to do is exactly the right question. And I think that's why the president and first lady, Obama, um, got involved, because they feel like our, our film raises those questions. And those are questions we all have to think about, whether yes, we we're do. a worker in a union or without a union or whether we're the head of a company. There's inequality is rising and rising, and it's not sustainable. It's just not sustainable globally or in our own country. We're, we're kind of becoming a low-wage country now. Yeah. No, we, we really have. Not kind of becoming, we really have. I just want everybody to know they're listening to Hollywood Live Extra. We have got uh, Academy Award nominated and Emmy Award uh, nominated winners, Julia Reichert and Stephen Bognar. I hope I got the names right this time joining us today. We're talking <laughs> about the documentary American Factory. Of course, that uh, is the first project coming out of uh, Michelle and Barack Obama's production company, Higher Ground. Um, what Do you know what's up next? Will you guys be doing more of these for the Higher Ground company? Well, well, we you know, would this... love to, but we're still in the early days. This film is still quite young, uh, but we hope to, mm -hmm. you know, keep, keep a relationship going with Higher Ground in the future. Yeah, we. I think it all depends on if they like our next uh, project. <laughs> you know? right. Well, you well, know, I mean, film, they saw, the president and first lady saw the film when it was already totally finished. Um, they then decided, they picked our film over many other films, I think, uh, because they felt it takes a higher ground, as I mentioned. And we did get mm -hmm. to meet them. And we did get, there's a little video of us, all four of us, talking. And they're they're involved and they're interested in our outreach campaign, which right mm -hmm. now we're doing a national tour, a national factory tour with the film. In fact, we're coming to Pittsburgh. We're coming to Indianapolis. We're coming to Detroit, Louisville. These kind of Midwestern states where there are a lot of factory workers and there are a lot of Chinese-owned companies now. So we're doing a tour with the film. And if anybody wants to find out, they just have to go to AmericanFactoryFilm.com and they can find out about 
you know, sort of how to get involved. And if they want to get involved in Pittsburgh. Right. Yeah, and Higher Ground does have a, a pretty busy slate. You know, they've got about seven or eight projects that they've already announced. Uh, it, mm-hmm. There was the Frederick Douglass biography that came out last year that won right. the Pulitzer Prize. And they are adapting that into, I believe it's going to be a fiction feature film down the road. Mm-hmm. And then they have other documentaries they're doing. And I've heard they're even going to develop a, a children's series. So it's oh, I'm not surprised. What, what they're going to, yeah. what, what Higher what, Ground is going to coming out with. I'm expecting big things from them, and, and, and you two are doing really well, too. I'm very interested, though, in um, in this tour. Just off the top, do you have any idea how many Chinese-owned factories there might be in America right now? I don't want to well, put you on the spot. I don't know if you... We have some idea. It's, it's at least several dozen, and okay. that's in the Midwest and South primarily. There are some in the Pittsburgh area. Unfortunately, I don't have my list in front of me, or I could tell you the mm-hmm. cities. But um, there's a lot, you know, if you think about it, there's a lot that are actually in factories where the Americans left to go to China or Vietnam, like textile. Textile, mm-hmm. give an example, in South Carolina. There were dozens of textile mills, which, of course, all left about two decades ago. Now, right. most of them are Chinese-owned. There's like 25 of them that are Chinese-owned and Chinese-run with American blue-collar workers who are very happy that, that the jobs have come back. Uh, they might be at lower wages, but they're very happy to have jobs. So right. I would say, um, you can look it up. Um, there's actually a website uh, where it follows is that. that. The, is that the, it's the Rhodium, Rhodium. Group, it's called. Yeah, R-A-O-D-I-U-M. D-I-U-M. They try to keep data on, on all, all the Chinese investment in the U.S. Oh, interesting. Okay, that's, that's good to know. going on, and most of us just don't know about it unless we happen to, you know, work in one of those factories that, that was bought by, you know, Chinese, Chinese people. I mean, we're grateful for the jobs being back here in Dayton. Even though um, it's a hard job, we wish the wages mm-hmm. were higher. There are good benefits. Um, it's just kind of where the world is going for working class people. It's like yeah. low wage, not a lot of sense of future. And you know it's going to impact the election, I think. Well, I would imagine that it would. Um, and not to get into anything any deeper than that, because we would be here for the rest of the day discussing that. <laughs> uh, but I just wanted, I want to thank both of you for coming on and for the wonderful work you're doing. This is quite an interesting documentary. It, again, is on Netflix now. Uh, it's streaming on American Netflix. American Factory it's is on Netflix American now, Factory. right. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes, it's on Amer- It's American Factory. It's on Netflix. Um, thank you so much, Julia and Stephen, for joining me today on Hollywood Live Extra. And for everybody out there listening, don't forget to subscribe to SoundCloud, Stitcher, or any other podcast directory. Make sure you download all of these because you don't want to miss any of them. And if you like what you hear, please leave a five-star review. I'm Tanya Hart. This is Hollywood Live Extra on AURN.com. Hollywood Live Extra, a product of American Urban Radio Networks.